Welcome to the Into the 99 podcast, where we got 99 cards because Commander's number one. I am your hostess with the mostest, and as always, we are joined by Brian, Ryan, Hope, and Dan. What up? As always, joined by Ryan. Good morning. <laughs> How's everyone going? What's up? As always enough. He was on the last episode. <laughs> yeah, he's a new, like, thing yeah, that's always here. Ryan and Benson have been helping us out with a bunch of stuff as the Discord server grows and the stuff we do grows. We've got some new team members. Obviously, we need to grow. <laughs> yeah. Live, one, laugh, love. one of us has grown quite enough. <laughs> it's me. I know. <laughs> um, today we're talking uh, another Commander Legends deck pairing and possibly the most budget deck I've ever done. I know, I know, it's a lot to take in that it's not, it's not twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> it's under two hundred. It's under, it's under two hundred with a Savannah. Did what? Did you oh, have a stroke? Has a Savannah in the deck. <laughs> Yeah, but the Savannah has no price on it. Oh, on my on my thing, it shows it as that. It's still, regardless. I was like, uh, nope. <laughs> what is it on there? It's only 100, $154. Yeah, I know. Decks for everyone. Free. Dirt cheap. <laughs> That's free in the magic world. Uh, it's Livio oh, well. and Kodama. So, first and foremost, uh, Zach also, before we started, he just kind of got into the fact that with Commander Legends, he just can't stop brewing decks. There, Cannot. when we started Dude. the initial, we did the spoilers. I looked at it. I had a bunch of just pre ingrained ideas of like, I'm going to do this one, I'm going to do that one. And I haven't even mm-hmm. gone with any of those pairings because as the cards in the set came out, I just got way more inspired, not just because I pulled these cards initially, but uh, I just got way more inspired to try these new pairings out. And I, I ended up with Livio and Kodama as the one that I. I just kind of threw it together when I was building decks that one day I was building a bunch and I thought, eh, I'll give it a try. And I, I played it a few games and it just was so much fun. It was one of the most fun decks I've ever played. So that's the one we're talking about today. And uh, yeah, hope get into it and let us know what Livio is. Okay. So Livio old sworn Sentinel is a uh, one in a white uh, for a two, two human knight. Uh, so for one in a white choose target, another target creature, it's controller may exile it with an Aegis counter on it. And for two and a white uh, tap it, return all exiled cards with Aegis counters on them to the battlefield under their owner's control. So that's interesting. in the fact that uh, you could choose another target creature, does it have to be yours? Which yeah. is interesting. It's very nice that Livio has the ability to kind of be a little bit of a politics creature that you can say like, hey, like I'll save your creature from getting it brought back, uh, getting it exiled, just don't swing it at me. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll save your creature, I'll give you a second ATB, whatever. Um, and then Kodama, conversely, is uh, four green-green uh, for a legendary creature spirit, 6-6 six, six with reach. Whenever another permanent enters the battlefield under your control, if it wasn't put onto a battlefield with this ability, you may put a permanent card with equal or lesser CMC from your hand onto the battlefield. Yeah, this so- guy I'm super excited about. Yeah. I've... I've started brewing a deck with him and uh, Rock Rock. <laughs> so, yeah, before we even get into more of the deck, I, I just wanted to talk about how good that ability is. It's anything. It's not if you cast a spell. It's not if you play a spell. It's any spell that en- or any permanent that enters. You can put things in and lands entering because it has the CMC equal to or less. You can every time a land enters, if you cultivate, you can put all your lands in. Yeah. Like it, it's such a it's such a weird and unique ability that green honestly just didn't need access to <laughs> that is true <laughs> come on green totally needs more 
oh, it, it just, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you've got 10 cards in hand. Somehow you make five tokens and you dump five lands into play with your tokens untapped. Like it, yeah, it, it's such gross. a good permanent. But the reason that I like the pairing with these two so much is that Livio allowing you to constantly flicker your things if you have the extra mana lets you double up on two things. Thing number one is that you are going to be able to just abuse Enter the Battlefield. You're, it's a nice political tool, but we're using it, obviously, for our own Enter the Battlefield effects. Uh, Daniel taking advantage of Enter the Battlefield effects? I never! Enter the Battlefield is just <laughs> one of my favorite things. That and Landfall. And this is kind of both. Um, I don't know whose Discord sound is going off. It is driving me nuts. Yeah, well, sometimes it be like that. It do be like that sometimes. I don't even know why. Um, sorry, anyone <laughs> who's not listening. <laughs> Who's not watching? Who's not listening? <laughs> Everyone who's not listening, I apologize. You're all the worst. <laughs> um, so the second uh, ability of this is because Kodama is a triggered ability, we basically are giving ourselves pseudo-flash. We're able to cheat permanents into the battlefield when it's not our turn in a speed we couldn't normally get them out or play them because of Livio's ability to blink things and us to dump things in. Every time we blink something with Livio we basically are able to get off a slew of creature effects or anything. If, even if it was, if Kodama just worked for creatures, it would be great. But you can dump in different uh, Any planeswalkers. Like if you wanted to go a little more pillow 40 with this, you could really easily uh, just bounce a creature with a good ETB and dump out a Norn's Annex to stop a big goblin storm from coming at you, right? Yeah. Like there's a lot of really, really cool. I know that you said to slow down on cards, Brian, but I'm too excited about Livio. get Um, into it so I just want to get the first thing out of the way Uh, it's Planeswalker it's Garrick Unleashed it's two green green he only has three abilities he starts at four plus one up to one target creature gets three three and trample till end of turn great ability it's green on a stick minus three uh, minus two create a two oh I can't talk today create a three three (laughs) beast token then if an opponent controls more creatures put a loyalty counter on him so also great. And then minus seven is you get an emblem at the beginning of your end step. Search library for a creature card, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle. Ooh. Not only is so, it... That's so good. It's a really good card, but it'll let you go for your higher CMC things, dump them into play if you can get this alt off, and then you'll be able to dump play whatever whatever's in your hand, yes. Very nice. Very spicy. That's a spicy meatball. Yeah, so <laughs> I will... Um, <laughs> Zach, do you see where our instants are here? Yeah. I'll let you quickly just burn through our instance because there's not very many. Burn all right, so burn it all down. First one, long road home, one in white. Exile target creature at the beginning of the next end step. Return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control with a plus one, plus one counter on it. Okay. Uh, naturalize, one in the green. Destroy target artifact or enchantment. Um, oblation, two in a white for an instant. This, the owner of target non-land permanent shuffles it into his or her library, then draws two cards. Uh, return to dust to white, white, exile target artifact or enchantment. If you cast a spell during your main phase, you may exile up to uh, one other target artifact or enchantment. Return to nature, one in a green, choose one, destroy target artifact, destroy target enchantment, exile target card from a graveyard. And rounding out the final bit for instance is sundering growth, hybrid, white, green, hybrid, white, green, uh, destroy target artifact or enchantment, then populate. Populate Sundering Growth is so good. I, I do yes. really, really like Sundering Growth. There's oh. going to be just a ton of creatures in this one that we're going over, so that's why I wanted to get through some of these really quickly. Kodama reads as uh, when it enters the battlefield, right? Yep. Yeah, so, yeah, Populate Slaps. Yeah. Um, populate's good. 
Longer at home is very sick. I like that a lot in this deck. That's a really good protection card for sure, because you are going to want... Mm -hmm. Though the one thing is you want to have untapped mana so you can blink things, you can make those political tools so people don't lose like a high cost creature or something that's important. For Brian, you become his new life partner if you save a seedborn muse. <laughs> that is true. That's a fact. He dubs you Gwen and you're good to go. <laughs> um, oh so God. in the artifacts, uh, some of the best cards in this deck are No one's make that offer. <laughs> the artifacts have some of the best uh utility in this deck there's your normal i have like two ramp ones because we're, uh. we're in green we don't need there's a soul ring there's a selesnia locket so number one you're going to be cheating permanents in you have to draw cards i cannot stress that enough it's the same as whenever people play things like uh, i see a lot of calia decks and they just don't include card draw cheating your big nine drops in doesn't work if you don't have any nine drops you in have your hand nothing in your hand yeah Right, so sucks. in this, there's a few cards that are just going to work for a strategy. Number one, Howling Mine. Who gets mad at Howling Mine? Everyone's drawing. You don't care if people are drawing. You are out benefiting your opponents. Corner Grade is the other one. That same, same. Nobody, nobody has a problem with that. Yeah, um, a really nice thing too about Kodama is you can stack the abilities how you want. So you can Horn of Greed draw, see if that's the permanent you want to put in with a land or another land. It's very nice. What? You can stack Kodama's <laughs> ability to go off after the other ability. Yeah. So if you play a land with Horn of Greed, you draw a card. If it's another land, you can put it into oh, play. Oh, I see you. I yeah. see you. I see you. I see you. I see you. Yeah. Um, so anyways, there's two cards in particular. Genesis Chamber. Anyone who's playing an Enter the Battlefield deck should run Genesis Chamber. It's less than 50 <laughs> cents. It's two colorless mana. Whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield, if it's untapped, that creature's controller creates a 1-1 colorless mirror. So it generates you a really, really solid amount of blockers. It's indispensable, and it's kind of group huggy because it gives other people theirs. But again, if you're the enter the battlefield uh, deck, you are going to beat your creatures in, or your beat your opponents in non-creature. I was up late. I was going to say, like, is your brain exploding? But, like, very, very cool for you. Very nice. All right. That's just so that's just so exciting. Exploding. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the last one that is just really, really valuable in this deck, you are going to find yourself with no cards in your hand very frequently. You're in green. You have the mana to play your things. You're cheating things into play. You're going to have no cards in hand frequently, and you want to play Jirapurori. Four colorless. Each player can play an extra land. Again, a little bit of group hug. I had too much group hug into decks, but that's all right. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, if they have no cards in hand, they draw three. I don't see Group hug's awesome. That. Well, because... Group hug is relative, right? Like, so if you're if you're playing all the stuff that like is making you go off super fast and super hard, then if your opponents are playing an extra land, like it doesn't really matter because you're playing like four. You know, it's like whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> even trade. Ryan, do you see where our enchantments start here? I do. Yeah, I'll let you take them away here. Just go through a few of these. All right, we have Blessed Sanctuary. It's three colors, white, white, Sanctuary. enchantment. Prevent all non-combat damage that would be dealt to you and creatures you control. Whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, create a 2-2 white unicorn creature token. Can't see any reason why this would not be amazing in this deck. Make yeah. more creatures, bring more creatures in. Yeah, I ended up pulling some of these, and I just didn't really have a spot for them. Then I wanted a spot for them, and then I didn't have enough. So I think Brian traded me the one I actually put into this deck. I was going to say, when did you get unicorns? I got unicorns twice, and I didn't get the good unicorn. Really? Yeah, it's brutal. Okay. Jumpstart, where's my refund? <laughs> <laughs> the card is so good, Emil. Oh, I want one. Oh, I know. Oh. Hey. 
I I have one that I can give you guys. You have an Emil? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, hope yeah. went through. Hope went through all of my cards and didn't take it the other day. <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Um, the next one was Court of Bounty. Two colors, green, green enchantment. When court, <clears throat> when Court of Bounty enters the battlefield, you become the monarch. At the beginning of your upkeep, you may put a land card from your hand onto the battlefield. If you're the monarch, <clears throat> ah. If you're the monarch, instead you may put a creature or land card from your hand onto the battlefield. Also, bonkers with Kodoma. Yeah, I just love the ability to dump permanents in the whole the whole point of this deck. Like, there's there's no good way to name it because like you don't want to name it Kodama Dump. <laughs> oh, Kodama, Kodama dumps out. Dump. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Uh, the next one is Elemental Bond. Whenever a creature with power three or greater enters, you draw a card. Again, you need to draw that. I cannot stress. Enough that if you were playing a deck like this, draw cards. Well, if, and if you're playing big creatures, there's so many cards that that reward you for playing three or above, four yeah. or above, things along those lines. Uh, Brian, you take the next one away because it's right up your alley. So for the next one we have is... Do, 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 Felidar Retreat. I need to make this bigger. Uh, <laughs> landfall, whenever... So it's an enchantment. Uh, landfall, whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, choose one. Create a 2-2 two, two white cat beast creature token or put a plus one, plus one counter on each creature you control. Those creatures gain vigilance until end of turn. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely so up Hope's good. alley for sure. She's a very happy girl. It's one of my favorite cards that came out of Zendikar. <laughs> yeah, there's not very I many. I do really, I do really enjoy that one. There's not very many non-creatures. I'm just gonna, Ryan. Ryan, you just finished this whole segment up here. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll Garrett's uprising. Two colorless green. That's okay. Uh, two, I was like, two colorless green. green. Whenever oh. uh, when Garrick's uprising enters the battlefield, if you control a creature with power four, greater draw again with the draw creatures you control trample again with the slap in the face, and then whenever a creature <laughs> with power four or greater enters the battlefield under your control, draw. Love this See, card. There's another one. Yeah. Draw and then draw some more and then punch your friend and then draw some more. What could the next one be? Guardian Project. Uh, whenever a non token creature enters the battlefield under your control, if it doesn't have the same name as another creature in your control or a creature card in your graveyard, draw a card. So as long as it's not a token. Such a good card for Commander. Sure. And really good That's proof that they sure. make this game for Commander players. They sure do. One of my favorite card, green cards. I honestly, uh, Promise of Tomorrow. Really quickly before we move oh, on, I really wish they would just reprint Guardian Project already. I can never find <laughs> it anymore. Oh, no, it's impossible. I wish they would. I, I literally, every store I go into, if there's a Guardian Project, I just buy it. Oh, it's so good. Even See? if I don't have a deck for it, I just buy I've it. I've been having the same issue finding Helm of the Host. Oh, None of my Helm of, the, Helm of the Host already. That's also just such a good commander card. They, ooh, we, mm -hmm. we design around standard. Wink, okay. Wink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you say, guys. It's an eleven mana. Because it's an eleven on that yeah, eleven mana effect, and they're like, "Yeah, this was balanced around standard legendary rule. Doesn't apply. We're good. Nobody, <laughs> we nobody sees what we're doing. We understand. We get a wizard. Or it's is harmless. It yeah, because it's five to, or five, and then six. Is it not to equip? I thought it was four, four or five. Four, four or five. Cats, five right, to it's equip. nine. Yeah. Same thing. That's still steep. Same, <laughs> same numbers. Um, Until you cheated into playing yeah, Godo. You, you started with promise of tomorrow. Go ahead, because I really like this card. Me too. Promise of Tomorrow, two colors, white enchantment. Whenever a creature you control dies, exile it. At the beginning of your of each end step, if you control no creatures, sacrifice Promise of Tomorrow, return all cards exiled this way to the battlefield under your control. Oh, that just definitely helps you I out there with that. 
kind of I nice. can't see any shenanigans happening in this deck with this card. That's also a very nice like insurance policy also. Someone board wipes note. me. Right, that's crazy. Do it again. Yeah. I Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did you get everything that was in play, but everything in my hand. And then the most yeah, obvious right? card to put in this deck, Wilderness Reclamation. Three and a green at the beginning of your end step. Untap all your lands. You have a creature that has a mana ability to sink in. You definitely want it. Even even if it's just to flex on them, be like, hey, do you want to exile that Emrakul? And they're like, no, I'm good. All right. Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> just checking. Just make sure. Um. Yeah, my like sorceries. It. Yeah, I, I did not put... I feel like your sorceries are essentially just like ramp. Ramp and guess what? Some draw. We won't even get into mm-hmm. it. There's a gen wave. It's a green deck. What what did you it's, expect? It's ramp and draw. That's that's really awesome. I don't think I've ever put a gen wave in any deck, Dan. Really? What? Gen oh, waves are so card. fun. I I'm... love Gwen Wave. <laughs> <laughs> I will never stop, Brian. Can't stop, won't stop. So I think the only card to really talk about in the sorceries would be sudden disappearance. Um so talk about it, my fun. guy. Sudden disappearance is I actually they, before Zach tells everyone yeah, everyone what it does. It's one of the cards that I've seen tilt people the greatest, and I love it. Uh, it's five and a white. Exile all non-land permanents. Target player controls. Return the exile cards to the battlefield under their owner's control at the beginning of the next end step. Oh, so you're just they just left all that answer. food on the fire. Well, you can. So it has the ability to, again, with so much draw stuff out, we can balance everything. We'll end up drawing like 10 cards on everything coming back in, putting them in with Kodama's ability. It's really good for us, but it's also really, really good to, to ruin token decks. Or, or just to kill someone. Just yeah. flat out. Yeah. Like, Brian's got like the whole pillow fort set up. He has humility. Yeah. Not today. <laughs> That's crazy, Brian. Not today, <laughs> Brian. Why would we ever pick on Brian? <laughs> I, I, I always I ask myself that, that question. Guy. The other one is... Uh, <laughs> never. It's a card that I just... I wish it had a lower CMC, but I just... I find myself really liking this card lately when I'm playing big things. And it's Hunter's Prowess. Four and a green until end of turn. Target creature gets three, three, trample. And whenever it deals combat damage to a player, draw that many cards. Like, so it's a lot easier that. to justify. Like, listen, I'm going to hit you for 12, but you got no blockers this way. But I need 12 cards. I, I don't think that that's that easy to justify. Yeah, well, it's easier than me just being like, I'm going to hit you for 12. All right. Because I'm going to say, I'm like, that's more than 25% of my life. But, like, very cool. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Like, I guess if I have no blockers, I'll take it. Feels good. Yeah. I guess since I have no options. That's that's how I bargain. Yeah. So I'm going to swing this at you. Well, I can't stop you. Sometimes it'd be like that. <laughs> nice uh, making a deal with you. Get some drunk cards. All right. Now, you guys just feel free to go with this list however you want. Because I, unlike Zach, don't organize it. What? The I'm going to start. I'm going to start with probably one of the most like underrated overlooked cards of Commander Legends. And that's Blade Griff Prototype. I love this start card. At the top I've had of so the many. List, Zach. What are you doing? I, you said start where I want. I'm doing it. Savage. Um, this is this card. I've went into so many shops. And I've actually been picking them up because I think they're great. And I've had people read it, and they're just like, "Wait, what is this too?" So Blade Griff prototypes a five cost artifact creature. It's a three two Griffin. It has flying. Whenever Blade Griff prototype deals combat damage to a player, destroy target non land permanent of that player's choice that one of your opponents controls. No, <laughs> I love this card. That's making so me mean. making me choose what I want to blow up. <laughs> Well, no, yes. so that so that's the thing. I say, like, Brian, Brian, let's say that I have a card that's problematic out. I have, for instance, Hole Breacher. Hope can, Hope can say, listen, I'm going to hit you for three, but you can get rid of the Hole Breacher for the table. Yeah. So there's no, there's no real risk to you having the creature, and there's just 
a ton of political options with the card. I really, really think it's a good card. I would really like my. I'd really like to have my Hullbreacher. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, like, I, I thought that that was such a good card for Commander Legends. It really. Reinf- a lot of people don't politics. Like, I. I know it sounds crazy because it's like we talk about it all the time. Our playgroup very obviously does, but a lot of people just don't have any idea about the politicsing in the game and the like actually talking to people. They just go into it as if it's they're playing against four robots and they just try win. And it, the game's so much not only more fun, but it's it's just easier to play when you realize that your opponents are also there to help you out in a way. And that's what I like. That's what I like about this card is it's a lot of fun because it it's a good card on its own, but just being able to like have those kind of conversations and open up the the board to just hey I'm gonna do this and this is gonna be kind of fun. Who what are we blowing up? You know, it, it's a good time. More cards like this like kind of forcing people to actually play Commander the way that it was kind of intended to be played. I think is nice. Well, I try to politic, but no one wants to do it. <laughs> at the end of the day, this card's going to make your playgroup talk to you. Okay, don't. Uh, I would like to not lose my things. Swing at me, please. <laughs> please attack me. <laughs> it, it turns into I'll some weird next... fetish card. No, hit me. I beg you. Please. <laughs> please. I'll start with the, the first card, Thank since you. that's what Dan intended. Thank you. Uh, four colors, white, white, five, five, oh, Aegis Angel. Uh, it's a 5-5 five, five flyer. When it enters the battlefield, another target permanent gains indestructible for as long as you control the Aegis Angel. Who needs um, boots when you can do it for six mana on Aegis? These are better yes. than shoes. <laughs> you you <laughs> do get a 5-5 five, five with them, so I understand. But I, I just mm. really like it. I, I love the ability to be able to blink things in and out, but the permanent is the is the thing I care about because there's a bunch of cards like... I really, I really undersold how important Juraper Orrery is to this deck to be able to get that extra three card draw at the start. You really want to make sure people don't get rid of what's important. Yeah, you that's exactly what you need. Back to take a dump. She's protected. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh I love God. this one again. We can we can get cards in pretty cheap with the Livio, but if we have to panic, like somebody is gone a little too hard, uh, we have Angel of Grace. It's three white white for a five four. Flash Flying Angel, when it enters the battlefield until uh, end of turn, damage that would reduce your life total to less than one reduces it to one instead. And then for two white white, exile it from your graveyard, your life two total Two white white, four white Four white. white white, sorry. I have never seen this card before. This oh, is awesome. I, I love all of these cards from... Uh, well, Ravnica Allegiance. Ravnica Allegiance, yes. I, I just thought awesome. they were all so good, but it's an Angel's Grace on a creature with ETB. Uh, the fact that I can blink it in and out kind of really does save me from a lot of deck strategies. The most common deck strategy you're going to see is dying. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's not It's not all fast as Oracle combos. It's dying. That's the, it's the general win con of most decks is I swing or as I like to call it, bonk. Yeah, I kill you. <laughs> yeah, so um, things to know about this card. Commander damage still kills you. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. Commander damage still kills you. Not being able to draw still kills you. Infect still kills you. Yeah. Oof. Infect won't reduce you to less than one. Let me tell you. Reduce me to less than one happiness. Well, that's <laughs> <how I'm going. laughs> um, Another card that I thought was just really weird from the set is Archon of Coronation. Not two white-white. Four white-white. Uh, it's a flying <laughs> Archon 5-5. Archon five, five. When it enters, you become the monarch. And I really wanted to get some of those monarch things because what's important in the deck, Brian? Card draw. Card draw. Brian gets it. 
Um, as long as you're the monarch, damage doesn't cause you to lose life. Which, again, the same as the last panic button card, will not stop you from dying to commander damage. Big mood, but still. Big mood. Do not try this against Voltron decks. I'm only repeating that because of uh, not something I did. What? <laughs> I blinked it in and out. I was like, yeah, I'm safe. They're like, I'll swing at you for 30. I was like, yeah, I'm good. And they're like, nope, you die. I was like, well, I thought that interacted differently in my head. Nope. It didn't. <laughs> I am in danger. I was in danger. Birds of Paradise. Love it. It's a beautiful card. It's a rare card. It should be in everything. Eh, it's fine. Everything. Mono blue, mm. Birds of Paradise. Next one, Captain of the Watch. Four colorless, white, white. For a 3-3, three, three, human soldier. Vigilance. Other soldier creatures you control get plus one, plus one, and have vigilance. And when it enters the battlefield, you put three 1-1 one, one white soldier creature tokens onto the battlefield. That. It's very good. Seems good. Yeah. Well, yeah. you can get some cheap permanents out that way, like cheap lands in your hand if you've drawn them. If not, you have something you can blink in and out to constantly basically be getting two twos. I know that they're not two twos. They're one ones that get one one. But no, still. But, but yeah. For, For all, all intents and purposes. Exactly. Yeah. It's relevant. Yeah. Well, and then the next one that we've got is uh, Cavalier of Dawn. I loved all of the, like, Cavalier. Oh, so good. You can't, Again, cards mm-hmm. you just can't find. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the white one. It's a two colorless, three white for an elemental knight, four, six with vigilance. When it enters a battlefield, destroy up to one target non-land permanent. Its controller creates a three, three colorless golem artifact creature token. And when it dies, return target artifact or enchantment from your graveyard to your hand. So across the board. Brian's just yes. shaking his head, but I just, I love this card. Like, I, I the artwork on it's good. It's a huge, mm-hmm. it's a huge body for blocking, like, six. The the art looks amazing. Six is good. And the, in this deck, you don't really care so much about the weird, like, three white costs. Yeah. Because you're just going to dump them in for free. Yeah, you, yeah, you're dumping them in for free. And aside from that, even if you're not dumping them in, you have so much mana because you're able to put so much land into play. Yeah. Seeing like all of these high casting, I had to take a look at the average and I did the like, same thing. Yeah. Like three point nine nine. It's not <laughs> like, horrible. But, but let me tell you there's some green, real big things. But you're getting the but you're, it's green and you also get that free play off your commander, right? So the, I underestimated I like and I know I know I'm speaking the I'm speaking the blasphemy here. I might have to put more lands in this deck. I, I, I ran out of I ran out of lands. Not not because I needed them, but because there was no more lands to put into the deck. I ran out so fast because there's some other ETBs down the line that you're gonna see. But it was pretty bad. Like the I played it. Uh, I've only played four times with it. All four times I've had well above twenty lands, and one was against a mill deck. Wow. You are uh, finally crossing over to the light side, yeah. Dan. I'm proud no of you. No way. Unnecessary. I won't have We're, <laughs> we're switching sides. If it's not 31 or less, I don't want to talk. Just, I'm just kidding. I just oh, I was just shaking my head at it's this. So, it's so weird. We're switching sides. 31 no. lands with a four, like basically four average CMC. Well, I normally <laughs> play 34. I normally play 34, depending. I, I really like a, a nice 33, but. This this deck, like I said, anyone who anyone who does play Kodama will very very quickly realize they should have never printed this card. It's there's <laughs> they just never should have gave me that twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah they they never should have made this card. It is so silly how strong it is. Like green, oh. Oh. like I'm really interested to see how it works with Rogrock. I'm because gonna, I'm gonna, I can't wait to put it into my rune deck, Brian. 
No. Yeah. Zach and I are brewing Sakashima with Kadama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, oh, guys, you guys are bad dang. people as well, and I love it. We are. It's going to be so much fun. 12, so co- much fun. 12 Kodamas on the field? Just or Do you dead eye, dead eye Navigator? Just oh. everything. <laughs> the grunt. <laughs> also, right, so. straight out, Commander Legends had good artwork. I just got to say that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, artwork uh, was gorgeous. Yeah. This just, next card's artwork awesome. That's what I'm saying. It really gives me a real Princess Mononoke vibe. That's super it. weird. Um, it's a Donglade region. So for five and two green, uh, for you get eight eight ilk. So big boy. Uh, when he enters, you become the monarch. As long as you are the monarch, permanence you control of hexproof. Asceticism two electric blue. First off, being able to bounce <laughs> seven is going to hit nearly every permanent in the deck, if not every. Yep. Mm-hmm. So it's such a good thing to bounce. It can put any any permanent in. There's not very many non permanents in the deck, but the hexproof thing is oh just so good. It brings me back my draw. I get to wear the crown because I'm the king. Like, I get that's it. a For real how reason long? they don't put monarch in the deck. Yep, <laughs> I uh, I might switch this next one out because only one run. I only run one planeswalker. I was gonna put more in, but it's uh Dejeru with eyes open, three white white. For a human warrior, for three vigilance, when it enters, you can search for a planeswalker, reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle. And if a source would deal damage with planeswalker control, prevent one of it. So the whole point of it was to, like, you know, go, it enters the battlefield, I fetch a planeswalker, then I trigger Kodama, and I put that planeswalker into play. Seemed like a great idea, but then I put mm-hmm. one planeswalker in the deck. I was going to say, it's great in theory, but you didn't make it as friendly. Yeah, I just, so. I don't know, maybe I should make planeswalker Kodama? Maybe. Could you imagine? I I like this next card a lot. Oh, love this uh, card. It is uh, it's a really good protection spell in this. It's lovely. Uh, it's Dust Elemental for two white white for a 6-6 uh, elemental creature. It has flash, flying, fear. <laughs> God, all the Fs. And when Dust Elemental comes into play, return three creatures you controlled to their owner's hands. I pity how, that guy running away. How in God's name is this like a 50 cent card? That's ridiculous. It has a lot of abilities stapled onto it. It's a 6-6 six, six for it. four. And, yes. like, sure, it gives you the, the downside. But, number one, most times, I'm, flash. I'm probably going to, if I'm flashing it, take Dust Elemental back with it because I really like that protection-esque kind of spell. Yeah. And it's still going to let me dump my smaller creatures back into play with it. How does it work if you don't have three creatures in play? It'll, it'll bounce itself it. as well. So no, like, but if you, you still play like, it, no, if you yeah, have, like, oh yeah, like if if I only had like if I had two creatures, like let's say I just have Livio, people are targeting me because they hate me and they want to bully me, and Livio <laughs> deserve it. Livio now costs twelve from the command zone. If I dust elemental and only Livio's out, I'd bring Livio and dust elemental back to my hand. It doesn't have to have three. Yeah, okay. it's not an additional casting cost. Well, and it doesn't have targets. Return three creatures you control. So. Yeah. Like okay. if it if it was like as an additional cost or whatever, then I think then it would matter. But yeah, so like like for the it's next cool doggy next one's an Elvish Visionary, very simple ETB draw card. But that's the kind of stuff that I'm bringing back with my, uh, oh yeah, with my Dust Elemental because <laughs> I bounce it, its ability goes off Kodama, I put it back in. Have you had an issue with uh, running out of cards? Uh, just in that mill game, and I ran out of cards. <laughs> I want. I wonder fast. why. I think Brian was there for the mill game. But that's it. Like you haven't you haven't drawn yourself out with all this. No, because by then I usually kill people. Mm. <laughs> usually by then bonk occurs. Mm, very true. Uh, yeah. Speaking speaking of bonk, we have in raise forerunners five green 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 for one of four. the kings of bonks. 
seven seven has vigilance trample and haste. <laughs> when in race four enters ETBs, other creatures you control get plus two plus two and gain vigilance trample until end of the turn. Like that just... balance magic card. I yeah. uh, I like that. I don't know. I don't. I understand. Eight, though, I understand like how has... good Crater Hoof is. Let's just talk Crater Hoof for a minute. I get it. It's a better card. And, but Endraiser is like a baby crater. Hoof. Not not everything needs to have crater hoof, though, you know. Well, an Endraiser costs fifty cents, and so crater hoof costs fifty dollars. I every time I see crater hoof, I'm like, there's no way I'm paying that price, and then it just goes up. And literally every time I see it, I'm like, no, I'm not I'm not paying that for a crater hoof. And like, I'll I'll buy duels. So I don't care about that. Like those are, but I'm not for one ETB thing. Nah. I'll it's just, funny. Every time I see Crater Hoof, I just buy it. I don't oh. even like. I'm, I'm just like, this is gonna cost me fifty. Well, I've seen two since I've got back into Magic, so I'll buy it. I see them all the time, and I'm like, no, nope, not paying that. And then I come, I come back in the next week, and it's fifteen dollars higher. I'm like, all right, well, that's on. <laughs> I should have bought. And it. Another good one too that kind of gets overlooked. That's also a Crater Hoof like substitute. I would say is Decimator of Province. So oh, good. I love him. I love it. I don't even know what that card is. It's an Eldrazi. Eldrazi. It's an Eldrazi boar. Yeah, I was going to say Eldrazi boar. <laughs> it's not boring. It a, it's it, a pig. <laughs> it's a mythic Thank out you, of Brian. At least shadows. You that. Um, it's 10 costs. It's just 10 colorless, but it has emerged for 6 green, green, green. So when you cast a spell, you may sacrifice a creature and pay in the emerge cost reduced by the amount of um, the, the CMC of the, the other creature. CMC, yeah. So you could potentially get this for three green, but the effect is it's a seven 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 with trample and haste, and when it ETBs, creatures in control get plus two plus two and gain trample until on a turn. I think That's if right. you sacrifice creatures with green in their mana, it pays for the three green. I could be wrong. I've done no looking into it, and I'm not looking at the card. But <laughs> I'm pretty sure. But you're I think right. it might work that way. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that he's a good boy and a good pig and a good Aldrazi friend. If you're running any ETB deck. Eternal Witness is in the deck. It's no. If you're running any green deck, no. Nope, again, same thing. Mono blue, mono blue. Birds <laughs> of Paradise. Control. Eternal Witness. Yeah, <laughs> should be in the deck. I love it. It brings things back and again with uh, with the Kodama ability. I had to take so the first game. I uh, I ended up taking out Terramorphic Expanse because I was just being annoying with Terramorphic Expanse. And constantly bringing it back. <laughs> I was nonstop flickering uh, Eternal Witness or Sun Titans and just recracking it every turn and then using it to put other lands into play as well. It was, it was a problem. Robert. That seems obnoxious. Yeah. I, I, I spent this. a lot of time searching the deck and I was like, I'm going to cut that out right now. I love this next card, Feldar Guardian. Three colorless and a white for one four Cat Beast. When it enters the battlefield, you may exile another target permanent you control, then return that card to the battlefield under its owner's control. I bounce with, you bounce, baby. Yeah. With Kodoma, this is berserk. Yeah, it's a really, really fun like card to be able to just like flicker everything in and out. And I, I love this card. Maximum value. Yeah, well, that's all the, that's all that matters, right? The ability again to get like a four cost out with it alone, like you can do four or less CMC, and then you can blink something bigger. And yeah. Just all of the end rays forerunners back. Like you could blink the next card, Fierce Empath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> green for a one-one elf, and when it enters the battlefield, search your library for a creature with converted cost. Converted mana cost six or greater. Reveal it, put it in your hand, then shuffle your library. I don't. I put Findhorn in because it's finally not obnoxious in price. Yes, 
I think I have like twenty. I got a foil one. Oh, you want a five dollar Lanwarov? Not really. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not called Lanwarovs. All right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> but it's different. Um, the next one is the Gilded Goose. I got this in the secret layer, and then I just I was like, "Why does no one play Gilded Goose?" Daniel's fallen in love with it so aggressively. I, he I loves just, it. He loves his little birds so hard. Birds of Paradise too. It sure it doesn't function as good as Birds of Paradise, but it does give you a bit of a mana sink. Uh, it lets would... you tap and sack your tokens or your food tokens that it creates on ETB for mana of any color. I know. I just like the bird. He's I wish you could tap and sacrifice any number of food tokens. That would be yes. super good. I know. I just really like this. Yeah. Uh, the next card in the deck is actually compliments of Brian because Brian traded me this. It's it's also a card that I can never find what, and I need one so badly. What a silly fella to trade this. Uh, I got Eternal <laughs> Ronus. Three green green death touch five five. So five five death toucher for five is already real good. It's a zombie god. That's not great. That's not great news for the table. Uh, or for the storyline. Just, just very sad. Very sad. I have to do an ammo kit episode. I've got to get that off my chest. I just have a lot of feelings. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, double the power of each creature you control till the end of the turn. They gain vigilance till the end of the turn. That's disgusting. And then when he dies or is put into exile from the battlefield, you can put it into the owner's library third from the top. Ooh. Ronus Crap. is very hard to get rid of. He's a very spicy boy. He's super strong. That He's awesome. like, They're all very hard to get rid of. I uh, like him significantly more than I like Critterhoof. Double everything is dope. Double down. Double it. Let's Double do it, it again. Bounce it again. Double down. <laughs> um, mm. Green Warden is just expensive Eternal Witness and Eternal Witness when it dies. Mm-hmm. That's basically summary. <laughs> yep. Uh, Hixus is how you, you follow through on your threats. Um, so when someone says, I'm going to attack you, and I say, yeah, don't do that. You don't want to do that. Yeah. Are you sure you want to do that? Well, then Hixus is what happens. Uh, it's Hixus Prison Warden, three, white, white, flash, whenever a creature deals combat damage to me, if he enters the battlefield this turn, exile them until Hixus leaves the battlefield. Yeah, so you can swing once. Yeah. I don't like that. Well, nobody needs, nobody asked if you liked it, Brian. Again, a little bit of group hug, Jungle Wayfinder. I thought you were saying that Hicksus is group hug. I'm like, are you insane? Well, Hicksus. You know what that means. Maybe I can give you all your ETBs again. Maybe we could be friends. Yeah, maybe. 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 But probably. (laughs) Uh, Jungle Wayfinder, two and a green. When it enters, each player can search for a basic land, reveal it, put it into their hand, then shuffle. But you can put yours into play because of Kodama. Did doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The next one is Uh, one that I've never seen anybody play ever. Yeah. I had it for a little bit. Well... I You're welcome, Daniel. <laughs> um, I like that it can save Livio. Is Kogla. The first one. Yeah. Titan ape. I wish Kogla had partner Kogla and Rogrok. Oh my god, that would have been <laughs> Me being obnoxious at the table. Kogla. Rogrok. Um, so Rogrok. Three and three and three green uh, for an uh, ape. Dodoing. The Titan ape. Uh, he's a seven for six. King Kong. It, literally King Kong, but they clearly didn't get the rights. Um, when he enters the battlefield, he fights up to one target creature you don't control up to, which means he doesn't have to, but like he's a seven, six, um, whenever he attacks, destroy target artifact or enchantment, defending player controls. Hilarious. Um, and then for one and a green return target human, you control to his owner's hand. He gains indestructible until the end of turn. That is too funny. You're (laughs) making human soldiers, right? Yeah, but the, the humans aren't what I'm, so I want to protect Livio. Livio protects everything else. And that's it. 
the problem with and Livio's everything ability, else should protect Livio. Yeah, the problem with Livio's ability is that you can exile stuff whenever you want. It's great, but bringing it back is a tap effect, and you got to have him out to do that. That's true. So Livio, Livio, you don't need to protect Kodama for two mana. I'll blink him. He comes back. We're all good. We're all good. We're Gucci. But you can't blink Livio. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a bit more of a problem. So it most of the things in the deck are to protect Livio. I'm probably going to put a Heroic Intervention in just because it's a really good card. You, I might need a little more protection for it, but he's also so, proof and indestructible. Yes, he's please. so not threatening. Yeah. Like, Livio's not a problem. It's what I'm bringing in that's the problem. Leave Livio alone. Alone. <laughs> no. Um, a next, uh, <laughs> next one is another ramp card. Cartographer, when it enters, search for planes, put it onto the battlefield, tap, then shuffle. So again, every time it enters... Put in a permanent of four or less, and then a planes with four or less for Kodama. It's great. This is a card that most people never play again. Lantern Scout. Two and a white. Uh, it has Rally. Whenever it or another ally enters the battlefield under control, creatures you control gain lifelink until the end of the turn. Really solid card. Seems pretty play. solid. Yeah. Sometimes you need life back because your friends are bullies. Uh, next card is Lavinia the Preserver. Four white white for legendary creature Angel. Five five flying. When Lavinia the Preserver enters the battlefield, if an opponent has more life than you, you gain five life. <laughs> okay, Dan. When Lavinia <laughs> enters the battlefield, if an opponent controls more creatures than you, put a three three white angel creature token with flying onto the battlefield. Oh, I love Linvala. So Linvala, much. yeah. Yeah. She's Lavinia. Every- what? Linvala? I said, I said Lavinia. I meant Lavon. Uh, ah, I can't even say it. Linvala. Oh, that's okay. Sorry. It, it's all good. I didn't even... No, I caught it. <laughs> yeah, I completely <laughs> had a different card in mind. Yeah, I was like... Still. Well, I'm like, well, yeah, Lavinia is a card. That's real. We're cool. Yeah. Not this one, <laughs> but one nonetheless. No. no. I, didn't even, I didn't even pick it up. I was just like, yeah, that's correct. I guess to be fair, what? It's, it's an L. It's white. It's also an angel. So same card, yeah. Uh, I don't think Lavinia has an angel. The uh, the next not. the next one is uh, I just really want to shout out the the design department for this brilliant name. They're like, what if we made <laughs> a Lanawar elves and an elvish visionary be a card? And they're like, what would we call it? Lanawar visionary. All right. I can see you it get now. A like, you're, you're in R and D, and this this young upstart new apprentice runs up to Mark Rosewater. He's like, I got this great idea. If we combine <laughs> these two cards. <laughs> And just add one colorless add mana one to it. Mana. What would you call it? See, that's the brilliant thing. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to see this coming. Mark, 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 Mark. <laughs> Lanowar Visionary. Just like gently places their finger yeah, on just... his mouth. Just <laughs> Mark, Mark, Mark. Yeah, just go um, with it. $5 challenge. Who can guess what it does? <laughs> uh, draw a card, make a green. Yeah, I too am a visionary. By the power and toughnesses. <laughs> so I can just read your thoughts without looking at the card. <laughs> so what we really, what we need in Commander Legends two is we need Lanowar Elf and Elvish Visionary partners. I'm sorry, but Commander Legends two is something that will definitely happen that Electric I didn't even boogaloo. think about. Oh yeah, it'll, it'll happen for sure. I oh, didn't 100%. even think about it. You know oh, what they'll probably do God. in the next one though? What? All of the precon commanders. That's the ones. Or triple partners. <laughs> Instead of partners, you can now have threesomes. Triplets. <laughs> this commander yeah, has bring... polygamy. <laughs> they'll bring back companions. Play with how many you want. Yeah, you can start a family. You can have a third. 
Anyways, the next one is Luxed Life Chanter of Five and a White for an Elephant Cleric, and I've just also found myself really loving this card. I think that it's got such a good, first off, with the ability for me to get lifelink if I need to, is okay, but not not from this card. Sorry, sorry. My train of thought everywhere with the Rally Scout still. Um, when it enters, you can have your life total become the total toughness of all creatures you control, which can at times be good. It's an all right panic button, but... Four, five, and a white, he gets XX until end of turn, where X is your life total. And what you a, can do that in response to the enter the battlefield. What a big You boy. also have a billion ways to give trample Yeah, in this deck. What a big Well, it's really, it's really fun. A lot of people do not pay attention when they play Magic. Everyone, everyone just sits there. They're on their phone unless it's their turn and stuff. So they're like, oh, yeah, what's that? I'm like, it's four, six. I read everything hey. when it comes into play. I'm like, four, six, Luxed and Life Channel. They're like, yeah, I'll take it. Like, yeah, you will. <laughs> you fool. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, if you're not paying attention when you're playing with me and I swing some crafty stuff at you, I'm so not letting bad. you I'm not letting you take the block back. Be prepared for that sportsmanship to happen. Last arrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know you could pump it that well. Well, get off your phone. Yeah. Um anyways, Oresco's explorer, one of the white. Uh two two when it enters, search for X planes where X is the number of players who control more lands. Reveal them, put them into your hand, then shuffle. Super sweet. You can get a lot of lands into play with this. Another mm -hmm, card for mm -hmm. the Monarch, a giant soldier, five and a white for a two, five. It's Protector of the Crown. When it enters, you become the Monarch, and all damage that's dealt to you is dealt to Protector of the Crown instead. What a good Seems boy. Good. What a helpful boy. Yeah. Uh, then we got Rexage. Oh, I need to find the promo Rexages more. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've, I haven't seen any of them in a very long time. Oh, they're so good. I definitely do. They are. Mind. Was it an FNM promo? Yes. It's like a Ooh. full art. Yeah. So look. you know the art of the Rex Age that was in Double Masters? Yes. It's that, but full art. But full art with like the FNM etching. We'll talk later. I might have an in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Sick. I definitely have one, and I was very pleased it's to find so it. It's so good. Also, really quickly, talking about how it's the artwork for Double Masters, they got to stop just giving away the good artwork of stuff. Cut it out. I, I get that you disagree. You're wrong. I'm not. It took me so much time to get good Sakura Tribe Elder for Hope's Marin deck. Yeah. And then they're just like, this is the artwork on all of them. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna use it now. Yeah. I actually like the original Sakura Tribe Elder artwork better. So ugly. Well, I think and I think doofy. Lotus Bloom also commented on her Judge promo Zer. Yeah. Well, that's the and same thing. Jacob Jacob Zerdek has the Judge promo. That was yeah, like a $60 or $70 card yeah, for a Jacob while. Jacob made like a really big point about getting all these like promo cards and like and now it's like Now they're oh. just using now they're I'll just tell like, you a promo that I I recently saw that existed and I don't like is the the Judge Foil Demonic Tutor, the new one. I don't know how I feel about it. They're so it's strange. Like, I'll I'll show you them at the end of the episode. They like they did this whole new kind okay. of series. It's like it's got like a creepy little kid on it. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like uh, the original Demonic Tutor. If I can pick any of them, just the OG revised Alpha Unlimited Beta one. That's my favorite. I will say I do like the new Vampiric Tutor, <laughs> the Judge Promo one with the vampire over the like table. I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. That sounds doofy. So, uh, some of them are good. I, I just personally, I really like like I... Uh, one of my favorite cards for combo-based decks is Food Chain. Love Food Chain. Uh, one of my... I still play a Prosh deck because I can't grow up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I, I get there's better Food Chain commanders. It's still... Prosh is still real fast, so... Anyways. 
Um, but I went out and I bought that food chain because as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is beautiful. But if they reprint it, they're just going to be like, there's the new food chain artwork. Get over yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I'll be sad. Because mm-hmm. they're not going to use the weird, like, worms in the pile of duty. Oh, yeah. I love that, the original Me food too. chain. Me too. Awesome. I love it. It's so ugly one. and dumb. That's just it's like... a reserve list card, right? So they can't? Uh, I thought it was reserve list. So. No. I don't think I don't it's reserve list. Not, it was a judge promo like it's a, absolutely a, not. a year ago, yeah. It, well, oh, I don't Mercadian masks. Yeah, it's a, it's just not. But Can you yeah, imagine Mer- if Mercadian masks became? Yo, Mercadian masks is one of my absolute favorite magic sets, and I say it all the time. It's so dumb and weird. It's a binder so I make people weird. go into all the time. There's, That's a great set. I, that, one of my like things that I cannot wait for at work is when I have to build the Mercadian Mass Binder because I'm just like, can't wait. I'm so excited. I love that stupid, stupid set. Just love going through it. So dumb. I love it. Um, Back to our list of cards, though. Yeah, who um, cares? One of, the ne- one of the next ETBs that I've got is Regal Force. Enters, draw a card for each green creature control, which is generally a lot. So good. Brian, please, the next one. Oh, the next one. Yeah. Oh, you're saving the best for best for me. Yeah. Is Seedboard Muse what three and do? two green? It is a creature spirit and untap all permanents you control during each other player's untap step. I like this one more because like there are other cards and I think they're even cheaper CMC, but it affects everyone. Everyone can untap whatever, and this one is only me. I want to find oh. uh, like a really beat up one and just cross it out and just write Livio's heroine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, well, the next that's a good one. Sets Tiger. Two colors, white, white, three, three, cat. It has flash, and when it enters the battlefield, wow. you gain protection from the color of your choice until the end of your turn. Yeah, that's pretty Very sweet. good. Yeah, you gaining protection is very solid. Look, blinging out his cat. Got a nice little headpiece on. Also, let's, <laughs> let's hit that sweet, sweet draw again. Am I right, boys? Soul of the Harvest. Four green, green. Six, six. Uh, with Trample, whenever a non-token creature enters the battlefield under your control, you may draw a card. Again, with a sweet, sweet draw. With the sweet, sweet bonks. Um, a card that should have been black but is white instead. Sun Titan. Sun Titan for white. You know black. You're right. Moon Titan. Night Titan. I one of my favorite things Evening about Titan. Uh, one of my favorite things about this card is from the Graveborn Premium Deck series when they did the Animate Dead. The yeah. artwork that they did for Animate Dead was a zombified Sun Titan being brought back to life. Cool. I haven't seen that, but that's they sick. should actually do like Sun Titan should have been black, and then Grave Titan could have made two two soldiers and been white. Yep, but that, they flipped it. That it's still cool. Good. Still cool. But, the white, the white uh, token one, it does make more sense that way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. But it's neat Half either way. Uh, Sun Titan for white, white for a 6-6 six, six giant vigilance. When Sun Titan ETBs or attacks, you may return target permanent uh, card with CMC 3 or less from your graveyard to the battlefield. Card Still love this card. Good. Yeah, super, super good. Played in every deck I can. Um, the next one, sometimes you have to sacrifice Livio after you tap him. But it's Sunblast Angel. It's four white white. When it enters the battlefield, destroy all tapped creatures. Amazing. Sometimes it'd be like that. Sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to say bye bye to. Yeah. Again, with the sometimes you need to use the panic buttons, my guy. Mm-hmm. It's also a great like politicking thing. Like you attack, you attack me. I'm going to save all my things and I'm going to blow up the board. Yeah. yeah like sometimes you need to. Other people sometimes outramp you, and you need to be able to get back to a point where. You can get ahead again. Or at least get 
Even. I don't get ahead. I get even. Yo, the next one actually is a card I started including in ETB decks to get even. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. So many people that I play with are just bad people. Counters. Yeah. And uh, Sun Cleanser is one in a white. When it enters, remove all counters from target creature. It can't have creatures on it for as long as Sun Cleanser. can't have creatures on it. It can't have counters on it for as long as Sun (laughs) Cleanser is on the battlefield. Or target opponent loses all counters. That player can't get counters for as long as it's there. So experience counters gone. Poison counters. Oh no, Dan, bad. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's experience counters because Matt's a bad person and Hope's a bad person. Okay, okay. I'm not. I don't follow that category yet, so I'm good. You have a Marin deck. You follow that category. Yeah, yeah. Soon. Dan hasn't played it yet. Although I want to play an experience counter deck later today, I really want to uh, try Kelsey, and I haven't played it yet. Well, let's play later tonight. Let's do it. Kelsey of the <laughs> Audio listeners, I apologize. Um, anyways, um, that's like kind of the gist of the deck. I do have a lot of ETB things. I want to talk about strengths and weaknesses and like ways to maybe just quickly get around them. Number one Can biggest be- weakness of this deck is going to be commander hate. Your, your yep. deck, it's it's got lots of good cards without the commander, but the commanders will really, really like turn this deck on. Like it's... This deck is an acoustic guitar that can be plugged in. Sure, you can play a great song, but the other one is Hushbringer. If somebody plays Hushbringer, very simple (laughs) solution. You look at what's in your hand, place it on the table, ball your fist up, you hit them because (laughs) it's a a bad card. Hushbringer is uh, real bad. (laughs) Hushbringer, Torpor Orb, anything that is going to shut off ETB uh, effects is going to really, really destroy this because I didn't learn my lesson from playing Slivers Against Humility. I put a lot of my removal onto ETB effects. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> good to me. <laughs> a lot, a lot of my removal, a lot of my like, all my heck, my enchantments have permanence. Like with the Dongblade, yeah, all my permanents have hexproof. With the Dongblade Regent, they all are dependent on that ETB. And I don't know if anyone was listening to that very brief instant and sorcery section. There's not a source to plowshare in here. Yeah, there's actually and, not a ton of removal not, other than or, creature, like, uh, on yeah. creatures. Yeah. There's Kogla. I can fight the Hushbringer. No, I can't because it's an enter. So, a little problematic. Understand if you're shutting off uh, ETB effects, you're probably getting every attack available until until it's done, and you're getting every, like, I will blow up whatever Brian says if he can help me kill Zack in this situation. Like you're, I also think a, a Dranith Magistrate could be pretty brutal on this deck. Well, yeah, especially because Dranith can come out so quickly. And you really want to get Livio out early. Like, you don't want to... This isn't a deck where you're going to play Kodama first and then try to get Livio out later. You want Livio out. You want to start building up those creatures that you can have exiled for the big blink when you need to. It's really, really nice to be able to, the turn you're going to get Kodama out, get him out, and then the next turn be able to re-ETB a ton of stuff and really value. Um, The strengths are very obviously that you are going to just... Everything you do is going to be generating a second effect you're going to get a lot of acceleration and i will be very brunt about it you are going to have significantly more mana than everyone else at the table they are going to attack you you are going kadama just seems bonkers like so he he just is so another strength i think of this deck is like it's a unique design space for selesnia right like yes there's a giant mana package because it's green sure but it doesn't everything that's green yeah, but to be able to cheat things in, in this way, in this fashion, it almost feels like a reanimator deck, right? Well, that's, Only... that's kind of like, it, it seems like almost an Orzhov and like a Simic slammed together, right? Because Simic's taken advantage of like the, 
the kind of quicker speed to get things in and out, the uh, activated abilities, like those, those are generally more simic abilities. And then exactly like you said, mm-hmm. Zach, the just the play style of reanimation where you're just constantly reevaluating all the cards that you get. I also yeah, think it, oh, I'm sorry. Not like, I mean, for you, Dan, if you played a lot with your brothers, they'll kind of get hip to what's going on with this deck. But like we talked about the Salamander deck, I think this deck really, the, if you go to your FLGS and you play this, I don't think people are going to be prepared for what you're doing. Yeah, it, it is really a lot nice of to obscure see. cards that just don't see a ton of play that they're just going to be like, wait, what does that do? I want to take a photo of it. <laughs> yeah. I had to stop and do that for uh, Dust Elemental. Yeah, right. A lot of people. Yeah, I've never seen Dust Elemental before. Dust Elemental is a really cool card. I really like it. Mm -hmm. I played with that when it was in Constructed. And again, I just, I really like the Genesis Wave, but like the, anything that's going to stop like activated abilities is going to be like very problematic to you. And then anything that turns off like the ETBs, like those are, though, and a Hole Breacher. If somebody's playing a Hole Breacher, I'm going to kill them because I need to draw cards in this deck. (laughs) I, like, if I had a dollar for every time I've mentioned this episode, I could probably almost afford the deck. That would be so funny. Because that's all it would take to, like, ruin that for you. Yeah, I'm just sitting there with no cards in my hand like an animal. Marilyn? Ugh. Dan, I'm prepared for you. Oh, that's too many hole breachers. <laughs> Wait, how many hole breachers does he have? I can't see the video. Look, like, uh, like this, is, this is six, and there's two in decks already. <laughs> I we were uh, I've got a pro- I've got a problem. We were That's a big vibe. Yeah, really quickly, we were talking about or not talking. We were playing a game over at my place before our new big Rona restrictions, uh-huh. and uh, somebody got it out like turn two, and Hole Breacher just really really wrecks the table. Draw. I, I say all the time, ETB and Landfall are my favorite mechanics, but draw is the one right under that. Like I love to put as much draw as I can in decks. She's Kang. Yeah. Any any commander that includes oh. some draw. I throw into every deck. So yeah, two no, cards. No, sorry, go ahead, Brian. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, draw is what keeps you going. Like, if you're just dropping gas and everything like that, and you like, I I run to that with a lot of my decks is that I can never follow up after. Yeah, like, like you, I get you these just, big plays and then it's just dry after. Peter's out. Well, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's, then you're just top deck in lands. That's actually why I've yeah. like tried to. I haven't been playing my elf decks lately because like elves have like a really like good strength of you get everything out so fast, you've overwhelmed the table, you out generate all the mana. But once you lose to that single board wipe, like rebuilding that hand in an elf deck is not an easy thing, right? Like No. That that's why Azuri's so good, because if you have the mana you can kind of save the other elves. But I, I've seen a lot of decks just like so, so far ahead. And then just blown out entirely by one board wipe. They cannot reset. Like sometimes maybe you kept a greedy hand and you're like, I can, as long as I, that, that's another problem is a lot of people think if this isn't interacted with, this is going to be good. And you have to, you expe- have to assume that things are going to be I expect everyone's going to try and blow everything I play up. Yeah. So, so one well, card, even sometimes, think, oh, sorry. I was going to say one card, I think with talking about all the uh, <clears throat> card draw and, and potential for the deck to peter out, which I don't think this deck will. But Rishkar's experience seems like it'd be insane. In this I love deck. Rishkar's expertise, yeah. And then same with I don't know if it interacts the way I think it does, but just Tefri's protection work with this deck, where if you no phase because them all they, out, they don't re-enter. 
They just uh, okay. phasing is they just basically cease to exist, then they continue to exist. Okay. So Rishkar's expertise seems Rishkar's is so good deck. in every deck. The reason there's probably not a Rishkar's in this deck is because I can't find any more Rishkar's expertise. <laughs> there's a lot of cards that I like that I just buy out pretty much everyone that's in. Like I, I don't think anyone in the city's even seen a Gen Wave in a while. <laughs> tough to find. I Maybe that's get the real reason that nobody plays them. Yeah, like, well, every time I go to stores, like the like uh, Phoenix, for instance, here, they will just be like, hey, we have some Gen Waves in if you want them. And I'm like, I do. I do. Thank you. I love Gen Bag them and tag them, boys. Well, I mean, the card's, what, fifth, probably 10, 15 years old? Yeah, it's so good. Genesis wow. Wave. I'm going to just have to start going in and buying <laughs> buying every Smothering Tithe and Seaboard because of all of the first Yeah, I was going to say, Dark Brian, that's what you do. No, I've been actually trading them back. You're, we'll you're them releasing them back into the wild. <laughs> yeah. If you love what them, don't. If they really love you, they'll times. come back. <laughs> I do this with village rights. Every time I see any stacks of village rights, I just buy them all. Yeah, Fortunately, that's like a that card now. dirt cheap card, and it was just printed. There's, there's literally not a situation where village rights is bad. I've been, I've been when you don't have any creatures in play. I've been brewing just too many decks lately, and I just don't have, I, I just don't have a lot of my like commander staples that I play. Mm-hmm. I really need to uh, replenish. Them. I was, I was really hoping with Legends we would have seen a ton more Soul Rings impact. Yeah, oh, I got, let I me tell you. Let me tell you about that. Zero. The reason you saw zero is because they're not in the packs. Yeah, they're mm. in the collectors' packs. They're in collectors and they're in decks. Yeah, so they they advertised it that it was like a in card the in the set, but it's only. Because they were in the commander product, and you can it's pull the, the commander list. product. Well, cards. same with the Sigardazade, right? Like I was like, oh dang! I was like, dip. They're reprinting Sigardazade. That's that card rules. And then, but it's just in the deck. Yeah. And Swords of Plowshare. Yeah, it's yeah. only same in the collector. Collectors. I was so angry. Well, yeah. I was we like, oh, up, I didn't pull any of these. We opened up a lot of Commander Legends. Yeah, we opened up, and this is funny. Enough to be a problem at our store. Yes. Like, we opened a yes. lot of Commander Legends. We were <laughs> bad people. Mm-hmm. But, That's not bad. that being said, get there earlier. It is bad when they do it <laughs> during pre-release and you have no product and they just steal it all, basically. Yeah, we basically, um, so you could not buy, like, you, you could only buy a limited amount of, there was pre-order product, but Wizards didn't send the boxes in time. So they're like, okay, well, here's like a limited amount of product for pre-releases. So we are all animals, and me and my brothers are like, we're going to register for 14 pre-releases. <laughs> yeah. You know, our stores, though, I think, I think we I have very one much... store that had one that ran pre-releases, and everybody else didn't run anything. They just sold their product. I very much think that we're going to put, like, rules in place now because yeah. of this, straight up. Um, like, I think that you have made us have to like you know like when you see a sign and you're like there's a reason that that sign exists i think that i think that daniel and his brothers are going to be the reason for the sign let me tell you i have a (laughs) real stack of baron singers well it's just like a it's just a weird situation because normally like like stores get the product like the early buy like the same day as pre-release like for the same week as pre-release and we just didn't nobody did so nobody 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 in london got anything but yeah, like, like exactly. you said, right? it's a weird situation. Most places, because of like the whole global pandemic and not going anywhere thing, that little thing, um, most places aren't <laughs> hosting pre-releases, so they were able to like sell some of those. Yeah, we're just big. 
Yeah. We just have we had, sto- we had stores so though that didn't even get their pre-release allocation for pre-release weekend. Oh yeah, they allocation like was two or three really days messed late. up, honey. Oh, and that's the one thing I do want to just quickly touch on before we're done. I, I think we've said everything we want about the deck. Things enter the battlefield. You've got Kodama. We get it. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. lands. It's green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are we talking about? You get there. Battlecruiser magic at its finest. Yeah, exactly. This is like, yeah, there's some cool plays. You've got pseudo flash, yeah. but like this is not a big brain deck. Like so, yeah. you're going to, you're going to be able to figure it out. Um, what I wanted to say though, is I see so many people all the time right now talking about how, oh, it's a print to demand set. The prices are going to come down. So have the last four sets been? Yeah, jumpstart. Yeah, tell me how. Tell me how buying an Emil is going. Tell so, me how how Alisor Shepherd is going down in price. Yeah, what's Bruvac looking like? I think he's seventy Canadian dollars or something right now. Yeah, Alisor Shepherd just went up another fifteen dollars. Oh, cool! Wow, very cool. Yeah, so like the the quote unquote print to demand that all these sets are. I, it, maybe it is print to demand, and maybe what I say on basically every episode is right. Commander players are animals. Like there's that is true. The printed demand doesn't mean that the demand is being met. Like I was gonna say, like there, I had a customer. I was telling Daniel about this. I had a customer talking about how he couldn't believe that arcane signets were still six dollars Canadian. And I'm like, he's like, I'm gonna wait till they go down. I'm like, they're not going down. Yeah, they're not going down. And man. he's like, just like, well, they just got reprinted like into the ground. And I was just like, nope. That's I'm not like, really. That's I'm like, one, really. they didn't because the set was huge and there weren't a ton of them that came out of those boxes. But also, commander players are black holes. If I get an arcane signet, I'm not trading an arcane signet. It's six dollars. It's not worth the trade. I only got, I only got three. But that's like, what I, I mean. Like, I it's not only one for not box. worth the trade, but Fine it's an auto include. Allocation wise, even if it was like in one and three packs in those things, you still wouldn't see them. Like, like Hope was saying, right? Like. Players just keep those cards. They don't bring them in. It's very rare that they like trade them off. Like a lot of, uh, like even even stores with soul rings and stuff, right? You don't really see a lot of soul rings coming back in because players want them in the deck. Yeah. So, so that's what I was. That's what I was just looking up, and I'm on Star City's website because I'm in the U.S. and they're the closest shop to me. But even still, soul rings at the bare minimum are like four dollars US yeah, and six dollars Canadian, four bucks US. And three if you can get them out of the latest commander decks. But yeah. even still, like But even to give you have, like a perfect example, I cracked four boxes of Commander Legends and I got five arcane signets. That's yeah. not much. I, I made out pretty well on the arcane signets, but it's the same thing. I'm not trading any of them in. No. Why I, would uh, I? Well, you were complaining about not having enough, like Four episodes ago. It's not even not having enough. It's, I like to build decks. I've got a few, if anyone mm-hmm. doesn't know. For me to put any new good staple in is just, <laughs> like, like any new artifact. Like, I have over 200 completed decks right now. To, com- like, to Arcane Signet into half of them would be quite the collecting process. Well, it would also be extremely expensive. So yeah, if you $600. Fall in, yeah, so if you, like, fall into them... Like, but even if you have like five decks and you crack four boxes and you get five, now you have one for each deck. And well, that's and that's it. You know, you don't have room to like let them let go of them. A lot Same of, thing like three visits. You can't find them. Like, oh, I know that was such a good reprint. I got three out of my four boxes. Nice. That's nothing. Now mind you, I went to an FLGS and bought them out and traded for some. So yeah. I have three visits for days, but But it's uh, yeah, like you said exactly. Definitely be asking for more of those. It's such a good card. And like if you play any Multicolor decks, the ability, first <laughs> off, to get uh, the Triomes. I, I talked so much good stuff about the Triomes because I have the older collection. I, ha- I had I had three visits. 
and the ability to go grab those things with it was like so the the forest type on a three card is really good and really, what really good. someone those the, the triumphs are only like one or two dollars right like they, oh, they're not much no, they're, no that's like wrong eight bucks i uh no we were talking at, uh, oh, it's an old sorry. episode and we were talking on it and somebody kept arguing with us on oh one of the yeah posts. And they're like, that's like a 50 cent land. Like, these are bunk. I was like, I will buy every one of every them one you at have. 50 cents. I was like, I don't care the color pairing. That offer still stands. I will buy literally any quantity of triumphs. Your entire stock, I yeah. will buy them. If you have 200 triumphs that you want to get rid of at 50 cents, I will take that deal any day of the week. Yeah. Call me in the middle of the night. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. No question. Daniel's about number so is five 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 five. No. Hey, <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but yeah, um, that that is a that was a really big thing that we did. That was really funny. I forgot about that. But yeah, tryons are like ten to fifteen dollars. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, but yeah. No, I think no. I I do think that these prices are going to go down a little bit, but then I think that they're going to turn around and go back up. Yeah. Right there, buddy. That's how I feel about all the etched foils. You guys know how hard I've been working to complete the entire set, and a lot of them are very very reasonable. Like. Yeah. Actually, For a now. lot of them are disgustingly cheap. And I'm just like, yes. I really think that the uncommons are going to really shoot up because we found like in all of the boxes that we opened, including all of the collector boxes, because we opened a buttload. Uh, the spacing was really, really, yeah. Like it was. It was the rares. There were a lot of rares, but the mythics uh-huh. were about medium and the uncommons were hard to get because there's so yes. many and you only got one at a time. I think I there cracked was... four oh, boxes and got three uncommon etched foils in my four boxes. That's it. But even like opening collector packs, yeah, like where they're guaranteed in it. One, it was like you're guaranteed a minimum two up to three, but you're only guaranteed one uncommon. There's so many uncommons. Yeah, I really was... like. I think a really underrated uncommon commander was the bird. That SCR. any commander that gets targeted yeah. costs three more. SCR. Like I just we have an etched foil. Really really underrated hype. Yeah. I said that They're wrong all... the whole time on the episode. I kept calling it Elsior, and I will never stop. <laughs> They're all good. You guys know how many uncommon legendary decks I've put together in the last, I don't know, week, They're three so weeks? so good, Zach. You, you've been brewing, Zach? <laughs> what? <laughs> I, uh, that doesn't sound like you, honey. One, one of the There's last a... things I do want to say before we end up leaving here is that I am going to, unironically, of course, get a full four by four sheet setup of prismatic pipers and etched foil and frame them that is so dumb. they came in etched foil yeah they sure yeah, did, they, did. I didn't know that. they look they look awesome they do All look the awesome. Layers, so it's a silly card and i just think it'd be hilarious to have a four by four frame they of them. are stunning i really kind of want to how many legendaries were in that there's 36 etched uh no 36 on the list yeah. and then all of the all of the ones from the set the also from the set. I, I would really like to frame each of the etched foil ones. I want them to continue etching. I, I want them to continue I love the sparkly, the sparkly the sparkly the yeah. don't flipping curl. Yeah, they yeah. flat as a board. Oh, I didn't even notice that. They don't curl, doggy. Adrian was talking That's about... Awesome. Uh, one we of left the, them out. One of the things that we might be doing <laughs> or might see at like GPs and stuff is foil etched sheets 
<gasps> because like that would be like oh. quite the GP prize oh. for people. And like obviously they made them because there's so many. Oh my god. It would so, be just sweet to do like the GP promos in etched foil. Yes. Yeah. Etched foil I is would, everything. I would like to see etched foil on more cards. I don't Me like too. the I process. Too. But anyways, we're ranting. Guys, hope tell them where they can find us. Alright, you can find us on uh Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh into the ninety nine or into the ninety nine podcast. Also check out our Discord. We've got a super active community. Um, we also have recently added a couple uh, new members to our team, where whether that's writers or, of course, Benson and Ryan are delightful moderators. We love them. Um, also, check out our Patreon if you're looking to support us in a more financial way. And uh, we'll see you guys every uh, Tuesday for streaming. Tuesday? Tuesday? Yes? And uh, that's why we be slinging Apple. spells. Yeah. If you guys find us on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. It helps us tremendously. Yes, please. Anyways, thanks for tuning in, guys. 